Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Slasher Scotty. I am your host, Scotty McCoy, and boy, do I have a surprise for all of you. I have on Zoom with me right now, April Marie, and she played Debbie, is it pronounced Levine or Levine? Is Queen Debbie Levine, darling. Queen Debbie Levine in Massacre Academy. Hey, uh, April, how are you doing? I'm good. So glad that we can have this. I know, uh, I believe it was Stephanie Swift, who was one of your co-stars in Massacre Academy, recommended I reach out to you for an interview. And I'm like, well, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, interviewed the whole rest of the damn class. I was, you know, cast. I was waiting for you to get to me, but I guess... I guess we always have to save the best for last. You know? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I absolutely, I mean, I, I love Mark Cantu. He's a great, great guy. And we like, I literally, he was the first one from Massacre Academy. I obviously hit up and uh, I messaged him and uh, on Instagram, because I think we might've been friends on Facebook already, but I did, I wasn't aware of that. I just seen him on uh, Instagram one time uh, post something about Massacre Academy, in my feed. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to send him a message. See if he wants to come on my show and you know promote massacre academy i know the, i knew the uh i think it was something about the, the main premiere was about to come up i think that's what the post was okay. so uh i had him on and uh and uh he, we became instant friends immediately and uh like we really became instant friends and um yeah and then he, he ended up getting me obviously jess sierra and christina and then from there i ended up having obviously ashley rain stephanie swift obviously i have you on now the best for last <laughs> <laughs> we start with the director and we end with the queen. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> so the first question I got for you is, how did you get your start into acting? Oh, well, I was always, I was always doing it in high school, um, you know, doing the little plays, all that. And, you know, kind of, you know, grow out of it and, you know, mm -hmm. become an adult and all those little passions kind of, you know, get mm -hmm. swept under the rug. And so, you know, every now and then I'd see some kind of casting call for backgrounds downtown and I'd go into that. And um, a couple of years ago, I just had a buddy that was like, you know, you want to try out for this? And I was like, yeah, I was like, I, I would. And it kind of, that kind of started me. And then Mark was actually um, the real first one that I met that got me into the film community. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I will always love him. I love him no matter what, but I, you know, I always right. love him for that. And he kind of like introduced me to different people and to, you know, mm -hmm. different groups and whatnot. And um, so I want to say I've been working pretty steadily for like three years now, doing little awesome. odds and ends here. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. He, and he is such a great guy. He really is. He would do anything for anybody and like he would have no regrets for it. Like he just was that type of person and he is that type of person like he's just an got an amazing heart um so speaking of mark um how was he as a director oh he was horrible no no he was such a you know uh, uh, I, I don't know the words uh, no he no he was really great the whole experience was so was so great and um, when he first started putting out the feelers for Massacre, mm -hmm. I think that's when I met him. Right. And we met up at a, um, some kind of like, you know, film industry group. And I told him, I was like, oh, I was like, you know, I always wanted to play Scream Queen and like yeah. die in a horror film. I'm like, I'm such a 80s horror girl, like everything. Mm -hmm. I don't even watch other movies. I just, it's yeah. all horror, it's all gore all the time. Mm -hmm. So I was like, so I was like, you know, if you have anything like that, and it was like the next day he went, and he was like, look over the script. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Debbie, 
that's, that, that's my part. That's, you don't even know it yet, but that's my part. And um, so he, you know, sent that over. And before he was even doing anything, I already sent him over a tape, a, you know, casting call. I'm like, just so you know, I'm here. I'm here the whole time. And then it, it took like, like another like year or so to get things really moving. And I like, nice. you know, re-shot the tape for it. And I was like, so, you know, I was like, I still do. It. I was like, I can make my hair bigger and better every time I do this. And so, um, I was I was so ha happy when he cast me. It was really it was really a dream come true to play. It it was really my '80s dream queen awesome. Barbie fantasy. That's awesome. And like like you said, like you do it as a kid. You play dress up. You put on shows for you know your imaginary friends type of thing, and or even like for the neighborhood, you know, the street or whatever. And you put like these shows on. It's like when you grow up, like you said, you grow, you become an adult. You kind of miss it because you think of it like acting is very hard to get into. Ninety five percent of being an actor is rejection. Like, you know, so it's like, you know, only so many people make it really big. And you know what I mean? So it's like, you know, and then you look at something that has become more popular over the years, like indie horror and indie films in general has become more popular and has grown where you don't get those big actors per se. You maybe get a few of the classic, you know, 80s slashers and, you know, slash, you know, and those actors and that in your films. But then you have these indie films for the people that aren't like, you know, a Tom Hanks or a Tom Cruise or Leonardo DiCaprio. You, you give these people a chance to shine and get their foot in the door a different direction with these indie films. And that's what I love about directors like Mark and, you know, about indie filmmakers and the indie film community in general, because of that reason, it gives people like you and me and you know all these other you know indie actors a, a platform to shine for sure pittsburgh is such a great indie horror place yeah. i mean i just thought you know i've met a lot of people at, at this point and you know we just all share that love for just indie you know just just horror and gore and practical effects yeah. and like taking it back to you know like yeah the like i love like the practical the gore yeah. um all that fun stuff Absolutely. My, uh, my ring light died here. Oh, you're not going to have that beautiful glow. I know I'll, I'll <laughs> let it charge a little bit. Maybe it'll be ready by the time I, by the time I set up, I, I didn't have it plugged in for the last few interviews. I just had it running and I forgot it runs on battery. <laughs> so, um, so for those unaware about what massacre Academy is, can you let us know a synopsis of it? Like what, what is this movie about? It is, um, I mean, it is a love uh, a love letter to '80s horror fans. It has, you know, everything that you could want. The great '80s music. I mean, the just the '80s vibe. The it takes it takes it back to the basics, but also um, it also it gives it kind of like a modern day twist. There's, you know, certain scenarios and certain characters in the movie that you wouldn't normally see in the '80s, but it's kind of like reimagined. And, you know, whereas maybe these things weren't filmed in the 80s, they still existed. Right. And so Mark did a, a really beautiful job of just like bringing like different awareness and like, you know, like, like same sex couples like into mm -hmm. this. And it's just, it's just, it's, uh, it's such a good thrill ride. Absolutely. And I, and I, that's one thing I love about this movie is the fact that they have the LGBTQ community represented and not in a stereotypical way. Like it's actually represented as their actual human beings. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah I mean? exactly. And that was yep. so hard back in the day to yep. um, admit to, and it and it shows yeah. that in the film, like they're yeah. you know these characters are afraid to come out and say anything, 
And, yeah. you know, when they are, they're scrutinized. And um, so it's just, it's just beautiful that those are kind of like our heroes. You Absolutely. just never see it. Absolutely. So uh, can you tell us a bit about your character, Queen Debbie Levine? Well, I am one of the, um, the, the it's uh, me and Jeff is the two survivors from a previous massacre that happened a year ago. And so, you know, it's a year later um, and we've both moved on in kind of our, our different ways. And whereas, you know, I believe that Debbie would be, um, you know, a Capricorn, just like myself, just like trying to make that money and trying to like, yeah. you know, get out of town and like work. I mean, she was hustling, like girl is hustling yes. in this movie, you know, trying to do banks. She's, you know, selling used cars. She's doing promotions. You know, she's doing what she has to do. And, you know, and then that's when, you know, a year later, that's when our, our copycat killer comes into play. And, you know, he's ready to finish the work of the previous killer. Mm-hmm. And, you know, unfortunately for me, I'm, I'm in the mess, of course. So I get kind of like targeted and, you know, I put up a really good fight, I have to say. Okay. Whereas <laughs> like most girls, most, you know, big blonde, big boobed 80s girls would have like fell in two seconds. I had to escape that motherfucker like three times <laughs> until he finally got me. So I put up a fight. Okay. Yes, you damn well did. <laughs> so what was the best part about filming massacre academy and what was the worst um the best part was probably uh, i don't know i oh my, my parts were so good i i didn't get to um the worst part was probably that i didn't get to really interact with the rest of the cast because mm-hmm. I was kind of like a separate storyline. Yeah. So the only people that I really got to act with um, were Riot Ronnie, which I am just in love with him. Um, and then I got to meet like all the extras at the uh, frat party. Um, so, but I didn't get to really like work with, you know, Jess and Sierra and Christina and Stephanie and Ashley, all my favorite people. Um, mm-hmm. So that was kind of sad, but I mean, it's, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, and but, I mean, my favorite part I mean, we, I got to go, I got to go roller skating, you know, nice. in spandex. I got to, I mean, like, you know, yeah. live my eighties Barbie fantasy. And then my death scene is so good. Yes. So good. It is such a great homage to eighties and just practical effects and blood and gore. And I can't say too much about it, but it is just, it is so good. Absolutely. Absolutely. So do you have any memorable stories from the set of Massacre Academy that you would like to share with the listening and viewing audience? Um, well, so <laughs> I think it was like the, it was the, it was a, I think the second, it was the second like weekend of filming and it was, it was my weekend of film. So I had like a Saturday, we were doing the car lot scene. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Sunday I was at the roller rink. And so you know, the scene at the car lot was really easy. Um, I got to, you know, stand in a really cute, like white snake 80s girl fantasy outfit, you know, in my like pleather leather skirt. Yeah. And I just got to like, you know, hump at this nice like Camaro. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the new Elantra. <laughs> and um, so I was wearing this really tight, like I'm a I'm a thick girl. I got like some curves on me. Like I probably wouldn't have survived in the eighties, but I went and I fit my fat ass into this like really tight pleather skirt, like this Kelly Bundy pleather skirt. And so I was doing it. I was doing my scenes and I was like, Mark, I was like, you have to get me 
in a picture with this Camaro. It's like, you have to. And he's like, okay. He's like, go and like sit in the Camaro. So like, I'm like, okay. And I go and I like, you know, open the door of this Camaro and I sit down and my skirt just splits right up the back. And so I have Mark, I have um, Jamie, the guy that um, had the Camaro. I have our, was uh, Xander there? I'm not sure. I thought Xander was. Yeah, Xander Xander was, the producer was there. Mm -hmm. Are you still there, Scotty? Yep, I'm here. Uh, Okay. The producer was there. Sorry. Um, No problem. Um, And um, so I had like, I had all these guys there and I had like, I had no girls there. I had no one to help me. So I'm like trying to like, move around without you know these gentlemen like seeing my butt i'm like uh, uh, don't don't mm-hmm. mind me don't mind me just you know <laughs> split my whole outfit open for y'all like there you go um, you like bow down to the queen <laughs> this is, i mean i gotta make an entrance and an exit you know why not <laughs> absolutely I, I told Mark in the beginning i would give him his 80s boobs he didn't want the boobs so i gave him ass you know so it was one or the other <laughs> well that could make up for you calling him a hard horrible director earlier <laughs> <laughs> he's not a horrible director i know <laughs> he's, he's, and i heard so many great things about him and uh he really he really is one of a kind like he's he's just so talented and he knows see this thing oh, this thing's done for for the night uh yeah he's uh he's just very talented and he he knows what he wants he has that vision for the movie and he knows he's like he knows what angles he wants he knows he's very i heard one thing i forget who it was that told me it off the top of my head it might have been ashley but he's very very organized that i really appreciated that Mm-hmm. Um, he had every, I didn't have any problems at all. I knew exactly what time I need to be placed. I knew where I needed to go. I need what I need to do, what mm-hmm. he had it all planned out so well. It was probably the easiest set that I've ever been on. Nice. Um, just because of that, because like a lot of these indie films, no one knows what they're doing. Things are flying everywhere. No one has yeah. a spot or whatever. And you're just waiting around. And it, it wasn't like that. He knew exactly mm-hmm what you know we were shooting boom i need to hear boom go relax you know like he just he had everything taken care of it was really a pleasure to be on that set that's awesome that's and that's awesome to hear um because you don't hear like you do hear that from some sets but like you want to hear about you know a film that you're you're working on actually having a good set you want that environment because it makes filming so much fun it makes the experience so much fun and that's what everybody would would love to have that experience you know and not a lot of not not everybody gets that not everybody gets that type of that set environment for a movie especially if it's their first movie that's that's what scares actors away from wanting to do other sets other films because of previous bad experiences yeah and um and also to, to add to that Xander Goldman which you just had him on yep. he's awesome yep. um he really um he really stepped up as a, a you know producer and just like took care of us just like you mm-hmm. need anything are you comfortable like he was really great yeah. too it was um it was really the first time that I I don't, I don't want to say that I was I was I was on a student film and I felt like a queen on that one but like I felt I, I felt like this this was really good it was just really right. it was really easy really well taken care of it was and it was nice yeah because indie film you're not really you know you're not making much money not, you yeah. know anything like that so usually it's like you know you get like a donut you're taking care of but this this one this was really great absolutely um so uh um i guess for those uh that would like to see massacre academy or gain a copy of say the dvd or the blu-ray how can they go about doing this so they can see this movie well i was expecting to come on here to 
today and tell y'all to come down to the Lamb Theater on Sunday because we were having um, uh, a showing there with Felissa Rose and Dave mm -hmm. Sheridan, but that unfortunately yeah. got canceled. Um, so I'm not sure. I hopefully there'll be some more future um, showings, but I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, and there's, I believe they're still working on distribution and all that good okay. stuff. Um, but I would say if you want um, a copy of the Blu-ray, um, message like either, you know, Mark or the Massacre Academy page, or if you know Xander mm -hmm. Goldman, I think they have, um, they still have a couple copies that okay. they can, they can get out. Awesome. Awesome. And I know, yeah, because I know I spoke to when I was talk, interviewing Xander before our interview, we were talking a little bit because he just wanted to kind of have an idea of what, what I was asking and everything. So you can make sure you had the right information. And um, I, I told him the one thing was about uh, promoting the like where they can view the movie and everything and about the uh, showing on Sunday. And uh, he said that he, he they didn't cancel it at the time, but he said, he, he said, told me not to tell anybody yet. Only a few people know, but he just wanted to let me know he's not going to promote it just because he didn't know if he should or not, but he was probably not going to because he was, because he didn't think that um, they were going to, they were going to, he thought they were going to have to cancel it because of unforeseen circumstances. So yeah, it, it happened. It happened very suddenly. I mean, I had yeah. my tickets, so I was, yeah. I was ready to go. I had an outfit. <laughs> so. absolutely absolutely and uh, yeah i had uh, dave sheridan on and we talked about um uh and he mentioned about me doing like uh an interview for slasher scotty even just for facebook live um where i could uh interview like you know the cast during like the q a or something like that and uh i talked to mark and he loved that idea we were gonna have make that happen it's gonna have felissa on uh dave sheridan you hit mark xander and everybody involved and uh and uh obviously now that it's been canceled that's not going to happen but uh i was looking forward to that as well and i mean i i mean i i live in maryland from pennsylvania but i'm still five hours this show away from pittsburgh i really want to wanted to come to the premiere to support you guys um but it's just the distance you know for you know mm. to go to a movie premiere is really far and with my job and everything it makes it hard have you have you seen massacre yet i have uh, mark sent me the screener before the premiere <laughs> Oh, okay. Okay, good. Yeah. I was like, you've had everyone on. I hope you seen yep. the damn movie. Yes. <laughs> yes, I did. Yeah, I, I didn't get my DVD or Blu-ray yet. I do want to reach out to them and get that. And I did just get paid today from work. So I, I know I was going to message Mark uh, one of these days to uh, to get that. I've just been so busy booking all these interviews. Yesterday itself was overwhelming. I had 30 people inboxing me about dates, about interviews. I'm like, geez. I'm like, geez, I guess it's like so much going on. Um so the last question I got for you, uh, do you have any other projects in the works that you would like to promote to the listening and the viewing audience? Um, yeah, there's, there's a couple things that have, um, everything seems to happen at once. Um, we just had uh, my boyfriend's movie, Little Mouse. Um, that was, um, that's been in the works for about two years now. Mm -hmm. We just had that premiere um, a couple weeks ago. Um, so they're going to work on I don't know how they're going to work on distribution for that, but um, that was, um, that was, was that my first little, that was like my second little um, like film project that I got onto. And it's where I met Matt, which is, which is my nice. love. So um, that's always, so make sure little, little mouse, look that one up. I think um, Ashley's in that too, right? Ashley Rain. Yes. Yes. Ash, yep. Yes. Ashley is the main character and she okay. is, oh, go, go see it just for her. She's, yes. She's wonderful. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just background in that one. <laughs> but that, that, so that one, um, my little uh, student film short, uh, Bad Hair Day, that one just thought, um, came out, which was a, a fun one. Um, director Jonathan um, Patrick Hughes. Um, 
I think he's going to send that one to some festivals. That was, that was a cute little one. Um, and then me personally, I have a book coming out um, soon. It's, it's being printed. Um, and we just shot the book trailer this weekend. So that's all Bird Blonde Yinzer's A Guide to Sex and Dating in the Steel City. I mean, just, just look up, look up. Um, <laughs> that's so awesome. And a couple, and then, yeah, my boyfriend, he's starting his um, next movie. We're going to start um, filming a trailer for that. That's um, of Raven. Nice. Um, so that will be good because um, my boyfriend, he is, he's very, um, he's very talented and, um, nice. and very smart. So that will be something to watch and hopefully nice. that will, and what else? I have one, I have one more thing coming. Oh, oh, Order of the White Worm. I just finished that one. Um, that was my starring role I did this summer um, with director. Um, oh, it's so hard to, to mm -hmm. Courtney, Courtney. What does she call her? Courtney? I forget Courtney, but it's Order of the White Worm. Um, and that one, um, I, I'm in that whole freaking movie. So, you know, nice. if, you, if you still need your blonde fantasy, I'm in that whole freaking <laughs> thing. So look out for that one. So lots of things, but, you know, like coming and going. It's always, there's always something nice. going on in the Pittsburgh indie scene. You know, yes. people busy, you know? Absolutely. So I, I love that. And for anybody watching this, that say it's a year from now and you're coming across this interview and you want to see what April is up to, go to her IMDb page. I'm sure it'll be updated with past, future, and present projects that she has going on at any time. So make sure to check that out. Right? So I, yep. Awesome. And I thank you, April, for joining me. Oh, thank you, Scotty. Yep. You have a great rest of your day. Oh, you too. All right. Bye.